Hi, and welcome to the Man on the Path to Love podcast, the Stop Trying to Fix the Problem in Your Relationship episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. So as I mentioned before, I see a lot of women in my clinical practice. And one of the things I hear often is that they wish their man would stop always trying to fix things when they share their problems with them, when they just want them to listen, understand them, and support them first. Then, if necessary, help to solve the problem or collaborate to solve the problem. Well, if you find yourself being the fixer or problem solver, it's not all your fault. We as men have been conditioned to be the fixer and solve the problem and move on to the next thing. Many men have this problem-solving mindset, and a lot of it really comes down to communication styles. Traditionally or stereotypically, men often approach an issue their spouse or partner may have by having to fix or solve the problem, whereas with women, stereotypically speaking, may be looking for emotional support, validation, acknowledgement, or understanding. Well, stereotypical or not, there is research that supports this, and I'll get into that a little bit later on. But first, I'm going to share one of my client's stories. Rashid, not his real name, was a nurse at a psychiatric hospital, and a very good one at that. He was the go-to guy when anyone had a problem, including his colleagues, patients, friends, and family. And that was all good and well for being a great nurse, but when it came to his relationship with his wife Rachel, not her real name, it was a challenge. Now, Rachel appreciated how competent Rashid was and how he solved problems. Yet, she longed for a different kind of connection with him. When she would talk to Rashid about any problems she was having at work or issues with her mother or whatever, she really didn't want solutions. She just wanted to be seen, heard, and understood. And no matter how many times Rachel would try to explain it to Rashid, he didn't get it and he couldn't understand why she would get so frustrated with him. Well, after finally reaching a breaking point, Rachel gave Rashid an ultimatum. To get help, or she was out the door. She was sick and tired of it. Well, this was a big wake-up call for Rashid. Although he didn't really get where she was coming from, he trusted that Rachel wouldn't be willing to leave the marriage if it wasn't serious. So now it was time for Rashid to solve his own problem. Rashid remembered that his cousin had benefited from seeing me, and after speaking with his cousin, he decided to give me a try. In the first call, we got a lot done. Rashid shared his situation with me and how he didn't really get where Rachel was coming from. And we got down to business. And after doing some role-playing where he played Rachel and I played him, he got some valuable insights into his behavior. I could see it in his eyes. He was shifting and starting to understand what Rachel was talking about. And when I asked him why he felt the need to be the problem solver, 
He shared about how he grew up. Being the oldest of five, and with his father absent and his mother having mental health issues, he had to help take care of his siblings and support his mother. This is where I helped Rashid connect the dots, that he had learned early on that being the problem solver and fixer was not just a role, it was about the survival of his family. So during our work, a lot of the process focused on empathy, self-compassion, and creating a new perspective on his role in relationships. Rashid learned that he didn't have to carry the weight of everyone's problems on his shoulders, especially in his relationship with Rachel. Over time, Rashid began to embody these new ways of behaving, giving Rachel the space to have her feelings without immediately having to solve the problem. He learned to listen and truly hear Rachel, reflect back and understand her needs and feelings. Rashid not only became more attuned to Rachel's feelings, but also started allowing her to support him emotionally, a shift that brought them even closer. And Rachel learned to preface her talks with Rashid by letting him know that she just needed him to listen, which helped Rashid a lot. They were also able to collaborate and solve problems together. And, you know, I use the word transformation a lot, and it truly was a transformative journey for Rashid. He did the hard work, and it took a lot of trust, patience, practice, and a willingness to change. And his commitment paid off big time. Rashid's hard work not only saved his marriage, he also discovered the power of connection beyond fixing and solving. And with this new awareness and emotional intelligence, it not only benefited his relationship with Rachel, but also rippled through his interactions with his family, friends, and colleagues. So if you find yourself being the problem solver like Rashid, know you're not alone, right? And know that you can stop just like Rashid did. When you recognize your go-to is to jump into problem-solving mode or you want to give advice when your spouse or partner has a problem or a concern and try to fix it rather than support her emotionally, well, there it is. That's your first step. And it's a good sign that you are on your way to improving your EQ, your emotional intelligence. Having that self-awareness is the first step, and it's so important. Now, you know, Frankly, you may not be totally aware that you're doing it. But if your spouse or partner is giving you feedback that you jump to problem solving first instead of supporting her, then that's your proof. Remember, reality is in the eye of the receiver. And if that's her experience, trust it. Now, once you get that you do this, here are some strategies you can use to stop doing it. When you feel the urge to solve the problem, stop, pause, and you might even want to take a deep breath. <laughs> Make eye contact and focus on your spouse or partner and what is being said to you. Take time to listen without interrupting. Just listen. And once she's done, reflect back what she said. This is reflective listening or mirroring. Um, make sure to validate her feelings and accept them without your judgment or being dismissive. 
Even though you think you may have the answer or think it's no big deal, stop. You know, you can say something like, that must be really frustrating for you when your boss does that. When you validate her, you are more likely to create an emotional connection and build trust. And part of this validation really is having empathy for your spouse or partner, and it'll go a long way, let me tell you. Putting yourself in her shoes, even if you would handle the situation differently, this is huge in increasing your EQ, and so important in your overall relationship satisfaction. And another thing is expressing emotional support, especially during times of stress or challenges. You can show emotional support by offering words of encouragement, um, physical affection, or simply by being present and attentive. Learning how to practice mindfulness can help with being present. That's what mindfulness is all about. And all of this is about committing to your personal growth. That could be going to therapy, coaching, taking an online course, reading self-help books, going to workshops, and hell, even listening to this podcast can be a part of your personal growth. So many ways you can do this. And research says that men who actively work on their personal growth are more likely to show empathy, understanding, and all the other things I mentioned in their relationship. You know, deferring problem-solving to offering emotional support first. Personal growth is the way to go, and that's what I'm all about. Now, in all fairness, I want to say that while some men may have this problem-solving mindset, there are plenty of others who may naturally have a more empathetic and emotionally supportive approach. I think the main thing here is to talk about it, right? Couples can really benefit from talking openly and honestly about each other's needs and preferences, and do it in a way that works for both individuals. Building awareness of these needs and preferences and practicing the strategies I mentioned to offer emotional support before having to solve the problem, all this can contribute to a much more harmonious and fulfilling relationship. And ultimately, a balanced approach that combines both emotional support and problem-solving can be the best way for couples to stay connected, you know, going for the long term of the relationship. Here's a quote from personal development teacher and author Jay Shetty, who sums it up perfectly, I think. He says, real men don't just fix things, they fix their approach by offering emotional support first. Boom. Drop the mic. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Stop Trying to Solve the Problem in Your Relationship episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. Thank you for listening. Now, coming up on the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, you'll hear Zach's story and how he pushed back hard when his wife asked that they go to couples therapy and what happened as a result. Have you or would you resist going to couples therapy or getting any kind of professional help? Please join me for the Why Men Don't Want to Get Help in Their Relationship episode. It just might change your mind. If you have any suggestions or topics for the podcast, any comments you'd like to share, or if you have any issues in your relationship that you need help with, 
One way to reach me is by emailing me at bill at menonthepathtolove.com. That's bill at menonthepathtolove.com. And please know that if you ever want to have a conversation with me, you can. You can schedule a free hour-long confidential consultation with me and we can talk about anything you'd like with no pressure. It may be just the thing you need. Sometimes one call will do it all. Just visit my website at menonthepathtolove.com and sign up. It's just that simple. Go to menonthepathtolove.com. And as always, if you know someone you think might get something out of listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.